0: Identify what are those personal core values that mean something to you, and then whether you're starting your own business or whether you're going to work for someone, does their core values align with yours?
1: Welcome to Agency for Change, a podcast from Kid Glove
0: that brings you the stories of change makers who are actively working to improve our communities. In every episode, we'll meet with people who are making a lasting impact in the places
1: we call home. At Kid Glove, we love connecting with businesses who have a purpose to make the world a better place. Today's guest is the Chief Marketing Officer at an organization that promotes relationship coffee and connecting through love, humility, integrity, and courage. Hi, everyone. This is Lynn Weinman, President of Kid Glove. Welcome back to another episode of the Agency for Change podcast. And today's guest is Bill Black of Scooter's Coffee. We are going to talk with him about their unique messaging strategy, as well as the amazing growth of this Midwest-based coffee chain, and what new ways they are planning to help us all satisfy our caffeine addictions. Bill, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you, Lynn. It's great to be here. Let me ask you first. Who puts love in their core values? <laughs>
1: right? Well, apparently, Kid Glove and Scooters coffee, oh. right? And oh. I, okay. I think that's why we should be talking today, right? Love is an amazing core value. It really is. We're going to talk more about that in a bit, aren't we? We are. All right. But Bill, I want to actually start by asking you about relationship coffee. That is a term I haven't heard before. What does it mean to scooters?
0: Well, you probably think it means your relationship with your coffee, right?
1: I do think that actually, which is quite strong all across the board.
0: No, we really uh, take a lot of pride at Scooter's Coffee uh, in uh, the relationships that we have with our coffee farmers uh, mm. in the origin countries. And so a lot of people don't realize that coffee is, is always grown around the equator. So between the tropics, between the tropics of cancer and the tropics of Capricorn, that's the only area in the world where coffee beans are grown. And so as you go around the globe, all the countries that fit into that, uh, into that segment is what we call origin countries. And as scooters, we purchase coffee beans from probably a dozen different, different countries uh, throughout the, uh, the region. And those origin countries are uh, made up of coffee farmers. And we take a lot of pride in going in and actually building relationships with those coffee farmers. And we buy their coffee beans directly from them. And that allows them to get a higher price for their coffee. It also allows them to have a livable wage that so they can continue to grow coffee, provide for their families. And for generations to come, we have you know a partnership. Wow. But a lot of coffee today is, is really bought on the open commodity market. And so the open commodity market pr- doesn't provide a lot of profit for the for the farmers. Mm. There's about 18 different hands that touch every dollar that goes through the commodity chain. Wow. And by the time the farmer gets his or her cut, it's very It's sometimes they don't even get a cut. Sometimes they actually lose money on the deal. And that's not good.
1: Not good at all. Bill, first of all, I'm going to tell you here, you just crushed my dream. You mean those coffee beans I planted in my backyard aren't going to come up?
0: Probably not going to come up uh, (laughs) here in Nebraska.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Probably not. Actually, you could have given me 10 guesses, and I may not have gotten to that as the meaning of relationship coffee. And I'm curious, because when I think about coffee, the term that I'm used to hearing is fair trade. How does fair trade differ, or how is it similar to relationship coffee?
0: Well, fair trade is just simply a certification program that is established by Fair Trade USA, uh. and so they do some they do some really really good work. And a lot of the things that we do with relationship coffee, fair trade is already doing that. So things like safe working conditions and and environmental you know practices, uh, sustainable livelihoods, paying a higher price for the beans. I mean, those are all great, admirable things that the fair trade organization does. And for a lot of companies and for some coffee companies, that's a great like attachment partnership for them to get to get in on and uh, and and ride along with the fair trade people and get that certification. We just happen to do it in house. Ah. So for us, we do mostly all of those things that fair trade USA does. It's just we do it on our own. And that's why we how we separate ourselves, what we call it. Our fair trade, we call relationship coffee.
1: I like that. I like that you've branded it and made it your own. And as both of our companies are based in Nebraska too, I love that you're looking out for the farmer, right? Even though you can't grow coffee beans in Nebraska, I think looking out for farmers across the world is is a good thing to do. So, Bill, we've talked about relationship coffee. Let's take a minute to hear more about scooters. Maybe sum some, up something about the history, and let's hear a bit about those values that include love.
0: Sure. You know, I have been, I've been with scooters about four years, a little over four years now. And I know we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but I'm, I'm amazed living here in the Omaha area at how many people I come across who don't know that scooters coffee started right here in Omaha, actually in 1998 in Bellevue. Is where the first store was open, and it was opened by our co-founders Don and Linda Eccles. And both Don and Linda are still very much involved oh, uh, in the great. business, and so that's fantastic to have that knowledge. And Don's quite a guy to be around to hear stories about you know, how it <laughs> started and and all of that. So, uh, so yeah, we'll be celebrating our twenty fifth anniversary one year from actually one year from last week. Wow,
1: that's amazing. You know what? I do want to jump in. I'm not surprised that people are surprised because scooters, we were talking before we got, we turned on the record button that it feels like I see scooters everywhere I go. And I think the quality of the brand is so top notch. It feels like a national brand, but Omaha is a great place not to grow coffee, but to grow coffee chains how about that
0: absolutely yeah no it's been it's been fantastic i know i know when i got here in 2018 the company was sitting at about, about 200 stores i think mm. and most of them were nebraska kansas missouri iowa maybe a few in south dakota but it was really just kind of the the ring here you know around yeah. nebraska now we're currently we're we're approaching 450 stores
1: Wow! So, doubled, doubled in four doubled. years. We're wow!
0: In four years, and uh, we're now in twenty-three states. So That's um, great, but we will have probably six hundred and fifty stores open by the end of this year. So we're we've uh, we've got a long we've got a lot of uh, runway yet to go this year. Wow! And, uh, and so we're we're excited about that, but it really is built on that foundation that Don and Linda started 25 years ago. And then as we've evolved and identified, you know, the core values of integrity, love, humility, and courage, those really are our guiding principles. And our mission statement is to create an amazing experience for each Mm. life to touch. And and so I was able to be part of uh, an uh, off-site meeting over four years ago where the leadership team went off and actually established those core values and established that mission statement because we had them when I got here, but they were just words on a poster and they really weren't being lived or no one ever spoke to them or spoke of them. And if you ask someone, Hey, what's our core value? What's our mission statement? Most people probably couldn't tell you, but now, you know, we're now four years in and, you know, it lives on the walls and the hearts of everybody.
1: Mm, That's just great.
0: We talk about them every day every single day. And many decisions are made based upon those values.
1: Bill, you've talked about two things that I find just really interesting in marketing right now. You've talked about how you as an organization stand for something beyond the coffee, right? And, and I've been reading a lot of research on how consumers really want to align with brands that stand for making the world a better Mm -hmm. place. And then also how employees want to align with an organization that stands for something. And I I think the way that you talk about your core values really speaks to that as well. The other thing I know about scooters is I know you do a lot for the communities that you are in. And, And I'm curious, why is that community aspect important to the organization?
0: Well, I think it's a, uh, being involved in the community, I think, is a really, really important differentiator mm. between us and other brands. And what, um, I think what a lot of people don't always understand is that almost all of our stores are owned by, are independently and individually owned by franchisees who are back home in those communities. Yeah,
1: right? yeah. So
0: it's not like this big corporate behemoth, you know, coffee chain. Right. Something in store, corporate stores, you know, all over the world. We team with local residents of communities, and they right. become our, our partners, our franchisees. And so they recognize it you know, as much as we do as part of the whole interview process of when we're talking to new prospective franchisees is, is getting their buy-in on how important it is to give back and be part of their local community. And that takes... You know that 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 takes the face in many different ways. In some cases, it's they're very involved in in youth programs in the community, or they're very involved in you know educational programs within the community, in the public library, or environmental issues within the community, or boys and girls clubs. Or I mean, 450 stores. I, I bet you we have 400 different community involvement programs. Yeah right? That's that's good and bad. I think it's more good. (laughs) I think it's more good than bad. But uh, we're certainly, you know, always talking about in in leadership about do we need to find a way to kind of hone all of our community support into, you know, just a few pillars and get Mm -hmm. really focused strategically around what we stand for.
1: Yeah, that is an interesting conundrum. Uh, But what I do imagine is what you are involved in are the things that are important to those individual communities, right, and that's hard yeah. to decide at at a global global level. So, you know, at
0: the and at at the and that's at the local community level. But then we'll we will also do things that are uh, very much more more systemic. And so, yeah, uh, an example of that is the um, the partnership we have with the Pink Agenda, mm. um, and they are part of the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. Every October during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We roll out what we call a courage cookie. So mm. right in line with our, with our core values, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we will give a portion, 20% of the sale of every cookie, you know, goes to the Pink Agenda for Breast Cancer Research. That's and, amazing. And this past October, it was over $143,000 that was donated for, for breast cancer research. And that just lines up so perfectly with our core customers, which three-fourths of our customers are, are women.
1: Yeah. You know, I did my part. I I had my fair share of courage cookies in October.
0: They were delicious. They are so good. And we get asked every year, can you keep those year round? So I think we would probably work our bakery to death uh, this
1: <laughs> time. I love that. A few of us would have to spend some more time on our pelotons, also. I think you if go. you did that. So, so let's talk about those 450, soon to become 650 and more locations. I mean. You really, Scooters has achieved so much success in branching out to different states in the Midwest, but are you committed to staying in the Midwest or will I see you someday in New York and New Jersey and L.A.? Well,
0: right now we've got our eyes set on, I believe it's about 35 states that uh, we have identified. There are some parts of the country that for right now, anyway, we're basically saying we're going to hold off for a Mm -hmm. minute. Um, but really focus on you know these particular areas. And so the Midwest will always be home. It will always be, you know, our heartbeat, right? Yeah, but, but so much of our growth right now is coming south. So we're sitting we're opening a lot of uh, of stores. If you start across like Arizona, across through Tex- uh, New Mexico and Texas, and then into the southeast, Alabama, Georgia, the Carolinas, Tennessee, Kentucky, Mm. uh, and then up into kind of the Ohio Valley there, the Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, those are all huge growth areas for us right now where we have hundreds of commitments already signed. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. Bill, I'm curious why the name Scooters? Is Is there a deeper meaning behind the name?
0: Not really. It is it's another one of our differentiators. We, if you're familiar with the book by Jim Collins, Good to Great.
1: I love you know, that book. Get the right people in the right seats on the bus, right? That's right,
0: and he yeah. also has a he also has a piece of that book where he talks about the hedgehog.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. What
0: is your hedgehog? And so, you know, we have a core competency statement at at Scooter's Coffee, and and the hedgehog for us is really about speed. And ah. so. You can go a lot of places and get coffee and, and you can get good coffee, you know, at a lot of places, but you don't want to get in line and wait 18, 20 minutes. To <laughs> no. So we really focus our model on speed, speed, speed and getting customer through the line as quickly as, so it's scoot in, scoot out. It's, kind, nice. of where, it's kind of where the scooter's name came from
1: very yeah. nice i like that i i like that a lot that's part of the amazing experience as well right we're right. we're all busy we got things to do we got to get to the next meeting the next kids event we got to pick that's up right. our kids and that's right and we would uh, hope, i would hope
0: i i have this i talk to operators and, and franchisees and you know marketing people all the time and i i always tell them i say look that there's a point between the the kiosk or the building the window right where the barista is greeting you and handing you your drink in the window of your car. Yeah. And that, dist- that distance is about three feet. And so I always tell people that's the last three feet of the sale. Uh, yeah. Right? And so that is where the brand is either made or where it's not. That's so, a good point. So as you pull out of that kiosk window, if you don't have the feeling of, man, that was, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. That's what we hope that you, that that's that, that you realize when you, or you feel when you pull away?
1: You know, one of the small touches that I've always liked too, Bill, I always like the stickers with the smiles on them, Yeah, right? So, the stickers, yeah. I think, are also a nice touch. I know it'd probably be cheaper to go with plain stickers, but I like the branded stickers You know what's too. interesting
0: about that is uh, that uh, that particular, that's Smiley, right? Smiley, smiley. Yeah. yeah. So, Smiley came into being uh, when Don and Linda first opened, you know, their first store. Linda went out to Walmart, I believe, or Target. Wow. I think it was Walmart, and she found a roll of stickers,
1: <laughs> and
0: uh, and so she just organically mm-hmm. started putting the stickers on the cups. Right? I like it. And then I don't know. As the story goes, a month or a few months into it, it became a bit of a hassle, right? And the decision I think uh, Linda and Don made is say, oh, we don't need to do the stickers anymore. You know, that's that's that takes too long, or it's whatever." The- <laughs> The people
1: complained, right? They love the stickers. And yes, rebelled.
0: and so they had to go back and uh, and and get more stickers. And there you go. Not to, no pun intended, but it, just, <laughs> it stuck.
1: It so, is stuck. Uh, Very nice. Well, so now I'm, we
0: have so much fun with the stickers. I mean, even yeah. we'll put Santa hats on the sticker, or we'll have you know during the Fourth of July, they'll have an American flag or something like that. But we do have a lot of fun with Smiley.
1: You know what the stickers say to me is that you care about me as a customer, that I don't burn myself, that I keep my coffee hot, and that you took that extra little minute to make sure I have just a happy moment during yeah. the day so oh, you
0: would be surprised we have people email us where they put the stickers on their
1: dashboard yeah
0: on their on their cubicle at work yeah, oh cool yeah, stickers. yeah,
1: very nice so. Big question here, do you have any new or upcoming products to tempt us with new ways to get our caffeine on?
0: I'd have to kidnap you if I told you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Only if you kept me in the store. So nothing yeah. you can reveal at this moment, huh? Well,
0: we've, we've always got our eye on new things. And of course, you know, here in the spring, in the summer, where nitro cold brew is, uh, oh, is yeah. a hot item right now in the industry. Yeah. So we'll be looking to expand that in, in many more of our stores. A few of them have it right now, but we'll be, be doing more of that. And we're getting ready to launch our quenchers, which is a refreshing non-coffee, although it is made with green coffee extract.
1: Interesting. Um, but, I didn't know that. Uh,
0: but the uh, quenchers are just a huge, huge hit in the uh, spring and summer. Yeah. In fact, we're, we're probably looking to keep that year-round after the summer. Very
1: nice. Pull it Very out. nice. Well, we have uh, lots
0: of new flavors coming. Lots of new flavors with our oh, Red Bull cool. infusions, our energy infusions, and l- we have new lemonade and teas. Lots I'm of- looking
1: forward to it. I'll report back. How about that? Okay. <laughs> All right. So I want to switch gears and get a bit, Bill, and talk about you. I mean, I know you have a really interesting journey. Can you can you tell us what you did before you came to scooters and, and what brought you here and what you're looking forward to in your role?
0: Yeah, sure. I tell you, I uh, when I think back over the career, I got into this crazy coffee business in 1994. Wow! You say yeah, we're going back a few years.
1: That was and back. Was that back when we still paid fifty cents for a cup of coffee?
0: Probably. <laughs> probably. But I uh, I joined Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Ah, in, uh, yeah.
0: Before as one of their uh, field marketing directors, uh, and so I had the better part, the the middle part of the country, you know, for for Dunkin'. And then we added on Baskin Robbins to that shortly thereafter. So was Duncan Baskin.
1: Nice. Yep.
0: And now it's just Dunkin' Brands, and I think Dunkin' Donuts dropped the donuts now, so they just do they even
1: them. have donuts anymore, right? Or they they, they they do have donuts, just not in their name, right?
0: They do. They don't. They do have donuts, but they don't make them. Um, I don't believe. Maybe a few do, but most stores don't make them at the store anymore. Used to, they would get up. Oh and no! A baker would come in and make the donuts. Yeah. Every morning at Three o'clock and but time now, to make time, the
1: donuts was the classic right. tagline, right?
0: Bread right? the baker. That's right. Yeah. But I was with Duncan for 10 years and then uh, got uh, swept off my feet uh, to go work for the Big Green Mermaid uh, with Starbucks. And uh, that at the time that I was with Duncan, I was living in Kentucky where I grew up, but I was office out of Chicago, make my track to, to Boston yeah. for a month. But then uh, when Starbucks came calling, they moved me and my wife. We had just become empty nesters and they moved us to Atlanta, Georgia.
1: It's and a so, good time to move, right? Well, Get a little, a little fresh scene there. Yeah.
0: Right. Our youngest was off to college. So it was it was good, for a, it was good to have a new, a new adventure. So we moved there and I was with Starbucks for almost five years. Mm. And then uh, that was around, the t- that around that time was when the, the Great Recession hit. And so I was with them from 2005 to 2010. And then after I left Starbucks, I actually started my own consulting business called The Marketing Coach. And uh, I did that for eight years. Oh, my. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Swore to my wife I would never work for another brand, (laughs) company full time, you know, ever again. And then around Christmas of 2017, I get a phone call from Omaha, Nebraska, and it's scooters. And uh, they're getting ready to go through some changes with their um, in their marketing leadership. In my role uh, as the marketing coach, I was doing a lot of interim CMO and and interim you know roles for, for companies. And uh, they asked if I could come in and do like four to six month contract and just help them stabilize the ship and maybe even help them find their next leader. Mm-hmm. And I was I got I I mean Lynn, I'd been in coffee for fifteen years before <laughs> that call. Okay, yeah, I had never heard a Scooter's coffee.
1: Well, at that time, what did they have? I guess well, they had yeah. 200 stores. 200, I mean, really so that really is quite that. a lot, but yeah. still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. i right. had yeah. never heard of So I flew in on January 8th, 2018, and it was eight below zero. So I flew <laughs> in and I went, oh my gosh. What have I gotten into? <laughs> but, but within about 30 days, I realized there was something pretty special. Hmm. And, and of course, uh, you know, the leadership was like saying, well, Bill, what do you think about maybe doing this full time? Or I had other clients. So I yeah. was part time. I'm like, well, I'll extend my contract a little longer, but I'm not, I can't do this full time. I'm not moving to Omaha, right? <laughs> I'm living in Atlanta. I'm not moving to Omaha. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. And then 60 days later, I, I was all in. I think February of 19, we moved to Omaha.
1: Ah, That's great. Well, I think Bill, Scooters and Omaha and Nebraska are all very lucky to have you here. And you know, one... One great thing about really, really cold weather is that it really makes you want to drink a lot of coffee, <laughs> right?
0: right? That's exactly yeah. right. Although cold, hot weather can, can Make, bring on the ice coffee too. Though.
1: That's true. That's true. So Bill, what's one big thing that you learned in your previous roles that you brought to scooters? I'm sure there were many, but what, what comes to top of mind?
0: Yeah, I think as a leader... And then the, I think the connection that I made with the other leaders at scooters, it was just a, there was an incredible chemistry fit. Yeah. And so I just found that it uh, from a previous role, how important it is to be other centric. And, uh, and so as I was working with Don and Todd and the other leaders of the executive team, it was apparent that we were sharing something pretty special mm. and uh, I'd been in this crazy world for career for 35, 40 years and had never, and I worked for some great big brands, right? Yeah. And had never really experienced anything like that. So, it's been quite a ride for the four years that I've been here.
1: That's great. You were feeling the love. It was one of the core values, but it sounds like uh, you were feeling it from the very beginning. So, Bill, as a leader, what advice do you have for other young leaders that want to make a difference in the world?
0: Well, that's a really good question. I think it's easy sometimes for newer leaders or you know folks who maybe just getting into their career to just kind of think about, oh my gosh, what I got to do to get this job done today? Yeah, And they don't really ever take take pause to think about. Well, what is it that I want to stand for? Right? Mm-hmm. What, are, what are my own? What are my own personal core values? And I think anybody needs to have that moment. And maybe you go off somewhere for a weekend and you just you yourself and your dog, you know, and, <laughs> and you take, you take, you take some time and you just reflect on what's important, you, what's important to you, right? So then identify what are those personal core values that mean something to you, right? And then whether you're starting your own business or whether you're going to work for someone, does their core values align with yours? Because if it doesn't, then the paycheck's going to be short-lived.
1: Yeah, right yeah so don't settle i heard once bill someone defined stress as a situation where you're not living your personal values right and i think yeah. i think what you've just defined there is is such great great advice and you know for young leaders out there it is an employees market right now and you certainly can often find a company that matches your values yeah. so that that's great Bill, I'm going to ask you my favorite question Uh next, (laughs) because (laughs) I get to talk with so many interesting people like you, and I love motivational quotes. And so, I am going to ask you for a Bill Black original quote to inspire our listeners.
0: Wow, you're really putting me on the spot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know you've got it in you, though. I think you've already given me a couple, to be honest.
0: Well... We have my wife and I have three, three adult children as well, and eleven grandchildren. Believe it or oh, not. Oh my! So, yeah, it's crazy. But but one thing that I've always told them, and uh, then I also say this in my work life too. So you know, people that have worked with me over the years know. Oh yeah, that's spill quote. But you know, one thing that's very near and dear to me is to never hesitate to stoop to help others.
1: Whoa! Never hesitate. To stoop to help, uh, others. To help others. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, that is really nice. That, that just
0: that's that. To me, that's why. That's why the humility mm. core value resonates so well because this that particular quote, if you will, or management principle or parenting principle for me aligns right with where the company is is at. And I guess if there was another quote, you know, I, that I philosophy I kind of live by would be always acknowledge others acknowledge others
1: very nice Both of,
0: the work of others yeah
1: both of those roll right back into that love core value again and the humility as well bill very yeah. nice very nice so what is the best way for our listeners to find out more about scooters what's on the menu where are the locations
0: well of course there's always the obligatory website <laughs> you can go to, scooterscoffee.com right?
1: scooterscoffee.com all right, right.
0: There's a place there where you can, you know, click on the locations and there's also a click where you, maybe you want to be a franchisee somewhere someday. Mm, yeah. There's opportunity there for you to request information about that. And then of course our mobile app is, you know, very popular right now. We're Probably not too far away from a million downloads on that puppy. Wow. Um,
1: that is the way to go these days, right? In yeah. in food marketing and restaurant marketing to have that mobile app. That's yeah, great. You gotta,
0: you gotta have it. The, right. the upcoming generations are so tech savvy. Yeah, um, You mentioned it earlier today or earlier about how people want to, to work or, or they want their brand to stand for something yep. more than just a cup of coffee or more than just, you know, what they do. And that is so true with the upcoming Gen Z and the millennials is that and Gen Z especially, which is, by the way, the fastest growing U.S. population segment in, in, in the country right now.
1: And they're amazing. They're courageous. They're innovative. Yes. Gen Z I, gives me hope for the future. I tell you what. They
0: do not know the world without social media and the yeah. internet. And, yeah. uh, and so if you put a rotary phone in front of them, they're, they don't know what that is.
1: They'll laugh at you. Yes. Yeah. I was saying to someone the other day, this happened before the internet was a thing. And they just dropped their jaw as if that was just unbelievable to imagine. Yeah. You and I can remember that world. I can remember it at least. So, yeah, no, I definitely do. <laughs> so, Bill, as we wrap up our time together today, what is the most important thing you would like our listeners to remember about the work that you're doing?
0: I think that the most important thing would be that everything we do, um, hopefully, um, is making a difference. Mm. So, we sell coffee and, 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 we, and we sell, you know, blueberry muffins and a breakfast sandwich.
1: Oh, gosh, if, you're making me so hungry right but, now.
0: <laughs> but if it's just that, then you can go anywhere and get that. Yeah. So my hope would be that, uh, that the experience that you have at Scooters Coffee makes your day. Because think about it. People come to us, our heavy users come to us every single day. We're mm-hmm. part of their morning routine in most cases. Yep. So they're up, they're dressed, they're showered, they're they're brushed their teeth, they're off to work. We're the first human interaction sometimes people have on their way to work or school or play. Wow. And so we have to make that connection positive. It can't we can't set the tone in a bad way for you, right? So that would be my takeaway: is I hope that that our brand stands for something that, that means something you know, to each of our customers and we can help make their day.
1: That is so great. I can see why you're doubling in size and locations and, and why you have such a great future ahead of you at Scooters. Bill, I fully believe the world needs more people like you, more organizations like Scooters. Thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today.
0: You're very welcome. Thank you for the offer.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's Agency for Change podcast. To hear
0: all our interviews with those who are making a positive change in our communities or to nominate a changemaker you'd love to hear from, visit kidglove.com at K-I-D-G-L-O-V to get in touch. As always, if you like what you've heard today, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.